dropping the hammer! No, you're not! Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Dropping the Hammer with Daniel McFadden. I'm Daniel McFadden. On this bonus episode, I bring you an interview with the most recent winner of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, the 23-year-old son of former NASCAR driver Joe Nemechek is the newest driver at Kyle Busch Motorsports in the number four Toyota. He made that move after one season in the Cup Series driving for Front Row Motorsports. Nemechek is now a seven-time winner in the Truck Series as he hopes to help Cowbush Motorsports uh, rebuild its uh, operation after a few middling years uh, with drivers who just couldn't c cut the expectations that uh, Kyle Busch and Toyota expect from their team. Uh, it's a pretty good interview. Um, it was the first time I've talked to John Hunter in a few years. Uh, we talk about how his relationship with Kyle Busch uh, formed over the years and led to this opportunity with Kyle Busch Motorsports talk about his relationship with his, his dad and how he wants to be, you know, be better than his dad. And we, we also talked about what his plans will be for the Bristol Dirt Race Weekend when his wife is expected to give birth to their first child. So um, here's my interview with John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> How's it going? Good, you? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing good for a Tuesday. It's good, but probably not as good as you. Uh, yeah. So after uh, after Friday night, so um, yeah, yeah so, it was definitely a good night. That is for sure. So so what what are you doing on a Tuesday after a big win like that? Uh, I actually just got home from the gym. Um. So yep. Um. Had a eventful morning. Uh. Taken one of our dogs the vet uh for a checkup came back went to the gym um had to film some stuff um at toyota and then uh worked out and now home for some lunch and then go to kbm this afternoon and then uh back to uh doctor for baby appointment with taylor oh boy uh, and then mountain bike this afternoon and yeah so that's a packed day every day <laughs> is everything is everything good with the dog yeah oh yeah yep yep <laughs> yep yep she broke her leg uh oh. about a year and a half ago oh, man. Um, so they went in and took all of the plates and screws that they had put in out um for it to heal uh probably about two months ago so is their final checkup to get the all clear um that she's good to go so how does a dog break their leg like what what, what did that take so she's a frenchie um and we have, we have five dogs total. So, um, our, uh, our Newfoundland who's 130 pounds and her were playing one day and the Frenchie took her front legs out from underneath of her and it kind of powered over in the ground uh, and snapped her elbow. So yeah, oh, it wasn't uh, wasn't a pleasant sight. That is for sure. Oh boy. So, uh, when's the due date on the new kid? Uh, so Taylor's due March 27th. Oh, um, very soon. Okay. Very soon. Okay. 
kind of expecting any time at, at this point. Um, so getting close. That's that's Bristol weekend, isn't it? Yep. Oh boy. So what, what's the what's the plan if race day comes and the baby's like, "Hello, I'm coming." Well, we're hoping that she's going to come before. Um, okay. Same time. Um, I, I feel like we have a plan in place. Um, that's not public knowledge at this time, but I feel like we do have a backup plan just in case um, something were to happen. So if it did, but if it did happen race day, would you go with her instead of the race? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, for sure. Uh, I think that also depends on timing. If, if uh, she has our, our baby early in the morning, then, um, I'll still be there for the, the night race, but, um, depending on timing and how everything works out, I, I think it's kind of circumstantial. All right, man. So, um, Friday, um, that, that was a big win for you. Um, first time you'd won in over two years. So like, you know, four days later, what, what's your feeling about how everything t- took place Friday night? Yeah. Um, I think that it's very validating to know that this is what we came here for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just a hashtag, hashtag here for wins when I decided to leave the Cup Series and come back to the Truck Series and kind of partner up with uh, Toyota and Kyle Busch Motorsports. So um, I, I feel like being able to get the first win out of the way so early. Um, I mean, if it was up to me, I wish we would have won all the races by now. Right. Um, but we've, we've been fast. We've been in contention every single week. And, um, finally to, to be able to put a race together, um, and not make any mistakes and just have an overall solid night on pit road restarts, everything. Um, it, it played into our favor, um, for sure. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm proud of everyone at, at Toyota and TRD and Kyle Busch Motorsports. And um, it's, uh, I think the other thing is, is very validating knowing that um, Eric stepped back from the, the cup series with me and came back to the truck series and we're just adding to his winning total. So um, that, that definitely makes uh, myself and him feel good as well. Okay. So, so he, he was your, your crew chief in cup last year. He was not. Oh, um, he, okay. he was Denny Hamlin's car chief last year. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So I'm wondering, um, it, during the pre-race show Friday night, you, you had, they showed, played an interview that you did and in it, um, you said at least one reason why you, you wanted to, to do the whole thing with KBM is because you think you had a missed opportunity in the past and you didn't really go into detail. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering, could you, could you expound about what you meant by what you think you had with a missed opportunity? Um, so I, I guess you can call it a missed opportunity, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't necessarily say missed opportunity, right? Um, I, I believe in everything happens for a reason in the direction and the path that it takes you. But yeah, uh, actually started my NASCAR career with Toyota uh, in the truck series when I was 16 years old. Um, we ran Toyota for, I think, two years total um, and then ended up making the switch over to Chevrolet. Um, okay. I wasn't aware uh, of that. Okay. Yep. Yep. So um, who knows what the path would have been uh, if I would have stayed with Toyota during that, that time frame rather than our team switching over to Chevy. Um, okay. But so grateful for everything that Toyota and Chevrolet um, have done for me. Um, I think I've been with all three manufacturers in the sport now. Yeah, um, you have. <laughs> it's, uh, 
it's been nice to kind of create those relationships and um, Chevrolet was really good to me um, as, as I was coming up through running the truck series and the Xfinity series and they've had my back through it all. And they're still really good friends and someone that um, I, I at least would like to call friends um, for sure. Um, while uh, I've, I feel like I have friends and every so um, being able to kind of come back to Toyota um, after uh, kind of starting my career uh, in the truck series is really cool. Um, we we kind of utilize Kyle Busch Motorsports then um, as far as trying to figure out information and whatnot. Um, okay. We just wasn't involved in the KBM camp. So, um, yep. So, so I guess take, take me back to that. So you, I just, I just looked it up while you're talking. So your first uh, like two seasons or so were Toyota. So why was the shift to Chevrolet? Um, that was more, I think of a business shift um, from, uh, from our team owner at the time um, who has now passed on. Um, but we, we had a team owner that kind of created the team with my dad at the time. And, um, his name was Sid Malden. Um, great, great guy. Um, he owned SWM Gunrunner. They were on our truck for a long time, but he ended up, uh, having cancer, um, and wanted to own, um, a, a truck team or a NASCAR team. And he, he believed in myself and, uh, our team to be able to go out there and try and win races. And we were able to do so for him. Um, but before he had, he had passed, away and um he uh he got on uh an experimental um type drug that prolonged his life from the from how long they had told him that he had to live and uh, it was an amazing story um i'm so thankful for um sid uh and his wife donna malden uh for everything that they did for me and helped getting my career started in, in the nascar series ranks and um it wouldn't have been possible without them for sure you said you started like developing your relationship personally with Kyle Busch, like within the last year or so, like, can you like pinpoint when that actually like started to take place and could, you know, led to this? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely feel like Kyle, I mean, I feel like I grew up around Kyle in a sense. Um, okay. like, I was always racing late models. He was racing late models. Um, and then racing him in the truck series and the Xfinity series. Um, he made his first Bush start, uh, or Xfinity start with, uh, my dad, I believe, um, back when I was a little kid. Um, so we would joke around kind of about that. And, uh, when, when he made that start, um, he was contracted under Hendrick motorsports, I think at that time, okay. uh, so um, I, I feel like we've always kind of been around each other in a sense. Um, but for, for me to kind of grow as my own person and um, kind of, I guess, be able to, to establish those relationships in the sport and whatnot, um, I, I feel like that kind of took off over the last year or so. And just being able to ask him questions and talk to him about different things, and um, especially on the cup side last year, um, I, I felt like for myself it was very beneficial for me to kind of pick his brain a little bit. Um, now I don't know how much of all the information that he was giving me was true just because I wasn't <laughs> his man, but, um, it, it's definitely uh, neat to kind of continue that on, and, um, have him as a friend and uh, as a boss and kind of as a mentor and an, an advisor now. Okay. So, okay. So last year with, with front row motorsports, tell me what was the high point for you last year? And then tell me personally, like, what was the low point for you last year? Um, <clears throat> so 
I think that everyone has expectations for front row to, to kind of run probably between that 18th to 25th range every mm. single week, right? So um, coming out of, the, out of the gate really strong, we had a really strong run going, um, or we finished 11th at Daytona um, in my first ever speedway race. Um, we, we had a, a great um, kind of start to – to what what was um, the uh, I guess Phoenix was next before COVID. Um, mm. We had a really good run there. Um, had a lot of speed. Didn't finish it off. Um, had a lot of speed at Vegas. Uh, we ran I think top fifteen most of the day um, and kind of improved right. Um, and then COVID hit. Uh, and then we came back really strong out of the gate. No practice. No qualifying. Yeah ended up finishing ninth at Darlington, right? Yeah. One of the racetracks that we co- go to, I've only run there one time in an Xfinity car. Um, so it was, it was a really neat experience for myself to be able to go there and uh, have a car that was capable of doing that and be fast. Um, and then, uh, so I, I feel like our high point was most of the time when we were running top 10, uh, top 15 every single week. Like I, I felt like we had speed. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's a good thing when you're disappointed with finishing 19th in a sense, um, um, in a mile and a half race. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's just one of those things that, um, you, you got to continue to keep pushing and progressing. It's a lot of fun to, to be able to do that. Um, and I, I definitely feel like that was, that was really our, our high point of the year was being able to, uh, to, to kind of get back on track with no practice, no qualifying and, and run, uh, really, really, really well against competitive teams. Um, now on the other hand, at the end of that deal, um, I I feel like we had weeks where we, where I tore up race cars, maybe pushed Mm -hmm. a little bit over the limit of what we were capable of that weekend and probably should have stepped back and kind of been a little bit more conservative, but, um, I guess that's not my personality. I try and go get everything (laughs) I possibly can out of that vehicle. Yeah. try and get the best finish that we can. Um, so I feel like there were, there were points where we struggled, um, kind of as a team, um, and myself included, uh, with different feelings and kind of what to do, um, and, and different things of that sort. So I feel like there were a few racetracks that we really, really struggled at, but most places we, we were pretty fast, um, which was really good. So, so at what point in the season did the, the, Kyle Busch Motorsports conversation first spring up? Like when, when was that first presented to you? Well, towards the end of the year, um, we, we didn't know if I was going to be back at um, front row motorsports or not. Um, mm. And through the whole, the whole cup playoffs um, and whatnot. Um, I, I didn't know if I was going to go back to front row. I didn't know if they were going to have me back um, at, at that point. Uh, I hadn't received a contract from them. So didn't really know okay. where I stood um and, and kind of that sort and um when, when it came down to it uh the the whole conversation um kind of started with Toyota first and um just kind of going going through the motions and seeing kind of what what was available at that point and um Kyle Bush was one of the ones that was open to it and um I, I think as as you've heard he he said that he kind of wanted a, a veteran guy to come in yeah. and try kids every single week in a sense, even though I feel like I'm still a kid at 23. So yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, 
it, it was a really neat opportunity and something that I didn't feel like I could pass up. Um, I'm not one to just be in the cup series to say that I'm a cup series regular. I'm, I'm a cup series driver. Um, that's not who I am. Um, I don't really care about the title, uh, more or less. I, I want to win races. Um, I want to be known as a winner and as a champion. And I felt like this was my best opportunity to do so at this time. Okay. So what, what kind of conversations did you have with your dad around this period about what to do? Uh, I had a couple of conversations with him. I didn't know exactly which way he was, he was kind of thinking, um, on, on going forward or not. Um, just, just from the, the time standpoint and whatnot. And, um, obviously I was still running a couple of truck races a year for mm-hmm. him, Nemco and whatnot. So, um, it, it, uh, it was definitely, uh, kind of one of those deals that you didn't know exactly how it was going to turn out or what his thoughts were going to be. Um, but at the same time, um, I have to do what's best for me at this point, uh, as well. Um, I, I still love our family owned team. I love being a part of it. I've had great success, um, there and whatnot, but, um, it, it, it all comes down to, uh, continuing to try and win races and what is the best opportunity for me and my future to establish my career here in NASCAR. So like, so over the last two years, you were full-time in Xfinity and full-time in cup. And like you said, you know, doing some, some truck races here and there. And so when you're, you're either watching the truck races from home or participating in the truck races, what, what stood out to you about the, the level of competition in the truck series last year? And what stood out to you about what the KBM track trucks, um, we're, we're doing what was your outsider look of what wow, the level they were at last year yeah I, I think that the kbm trucks were definitely fast last year i mean every time that you saw kyle get in it he was a contender yeah um, i think he's only lost two truck races in like the last two years or something like that so um he's uh he's really fast every single week and uh i, I feel like i could try and match him um, on, on what he was doing and whatnot. Um, I, I feel like the, the team and the organization was good. Um, I, I don't feel like that there was really much lacking there. Um, I mean, Christian had multiple runner-up finishes, finished mm-hmm. third a few times. Um, he, he was fast pretty much every single week. Um, he was close to winning a, a couple races as well. So um, I felt comfortable with how their equipment was and them being fast every single week. And it was just trying to put a race together to kind of be there at the end so so through so through through three races um can you can you explain maybe just how different a kbm truck is to a nemco truck which you you won multiple races in in a nemco truck like how just how different is it the 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 equipment you're working with as a driver in those two different trucks well um at Nimco, we we had all KBM chassis. Um, we we oh. kind of did most of the, the things that I felt like they were doing. Um, we hung our bodies in house. That's something that KBM does as well. So um, that's different um, parts and pieces. I'm I'm sure different um, different things of that sort. But um, it, it's uh, I, I mean I, I feel like teams are similar. It, it's. Uh, I'm not going to discredit anything from Nimco or anything. No, but that's for sure. So, so even when you're driving number eight in the, which was a Chevrolet, that, that was a a KBM chassis. Yes. Oh, wow. I I did not know that. Okay. So how weird is it 
to after just one rookie seat after your rookie season cup to then step into a mentor role in, in the truck series that that's going to be like whiplash in, in some some way um i wouldn't say whiplash um it's definitely different right um, from running full-time in the in the cup series to coming back and running a a, a full-time truck series deal i mean it's two different two different animals, two different schedules, two, two mm-hmm. different series. Right. But the level of competition is still up there. Um, I feel like the truck series is really, really competitive and has been over the last few years. And so is the cup series. Um, I learned a lot running the cup deal and I feel like there's, there's the reason that those, those guys are up there running every single week. I mean, those are the 40 best guys that we have in our sport right now at, at the top level. So is there anything you did Friday night, that you wouldn't have done prior to your experience in cup that like you can point to and say, yeah, I did this specifically because of what I experienced last year. For sure. Um, laps are, are everything experience is everything. Um, being able to kind of hone in on different, different experiences and learning from those and trying to soak up information like a sponge. Um, I think that, and anyone would say when you go to cup, I wish I would have known or in life, right. 20 years down the road, I wish I would have known what I know now then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes. Can, can you give me an example of something? I, I can't <laughs> disclose that information. But you're, you're 23. And I, and I looked it up the other day. It's like your, your dad didn't make his first national NASCAR start until he was 25. Um, yep. So with everything you've What's it like for you putting your, your career, like comparing to what he experienced and accomplishing all you've done before he even got off the, the launching pad back, back in the day? Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, I've always said that I want to be better than he was. Um, I always joke with him about that, but um, I wouldn't be here without him. Right. Yeah. He has so much knowledge and information and everything that he's given to me. And he sped up my learning curve as I was coming up through um, kind of being young and dumb and stupid, I guess, in a sense and learning different roles. And, um, but he, he's taught me a lot. Um, and I, I can't thank him enough for that. He, he made a lot of sacrifices to get me to this point in my career. Um, I mean, we, we've done a lot, uh, with a little, that is for sure. Um, but, being able to kind of take that and um, kind of hone in on it, it, it makes you respect uh, a, a lot of what has been done in the past and uh, how some of those guys came up through and whatnot and how they, how they learn different things. And um, it was, uh, it's really interesting to hear different stories from back then, right. Um, how the times have changed. I mean, I got my first go-kart when I was three. Yeah. Um, so- uh, it's pretty crazy to, to see how young guys are starting now and different things of that sort. But um, I feel like a lot has been accomplished. Um, now it's time to just go win some more races and win, win some championships. So what, describe to me, like, what when you were at Front Row, that was a Ford team, but I don't think anyone's under the illusions that it has, like, the same involvement from Ford that, like, Stuart Haas and them have. So when you, when you go from that to kbm which you know is the flagship toyota team in the truck series what, what's what, what what are you getting that maybe you weren't last year in your in your development and support as a, as a driver um i think it comes back to resources uh toyota is really good uh, about 
kind of giving you what you need to succeed and being able to kind of push um, you to be better. Um, always striving for more, always wanting to win races. Um, I, I feel like they are uh, really caring uh, about all three series for sure. From the truck series, the Xfinity series and the cup series, they value every series kind of the same and they want to win no matter what that's all they're about. Um, so being able to kind of be in, in that Toyota family and uh, be a part of a group of guys and a group of athletes, not only in the NASCAR world, but uh, around the world, um, it, it, uh, it, it makes me happy. It makes me smile. And, um, it, I feel like what, what Toyota does and, uh, how they have aligned themselves in the sport. Um, they's, they've been successful and continue to be successful. And um, they, they just put a lot back into it. Um, they want to win. So you, you get, you get, you're off this weekend. Uh, then you go to Atlanta. What do you, how you, how you go spend your off week? Uh, working out, training, watching races, um, finishing some final prep stuff for, uh, for baby that's due anytime. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you've, you've won in Atlanta before. Um, what are you expecting from next weekend's race? Hopefully another win. Um, <laughs> I know Kyle's back in the truck at Atlanta. Uh, okay. the so um, hopefully we can have a good battle again and uh, kind of see how, how the roles uh, are, are played, but um, overall excited for Atlanta. I love that racetrack. A lot of different characteristics. You can run so many different lines in a truck and, um, I've, I've won there in the truck series. I've run good there and pretty much everything else. So, um, one of those mile and a half racetracks that I value. All right. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel for more content like this. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find Daniel on Twitter at, at Daniel McFadden and look out for more articles from him on frontstretch.com.